Welcome to the newest edition of the Screen Fellows Podcast. My name is Carlos. And my name is Ozzy. In this episode, we will be reviewing My Cousin Rachel and Megan Levy, as well as discussing our biggest pet peeves in the movie theater. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. How you doing? I am exhausted, but I'm good at the same time, man. You know, it's great to be both things at the same time. I don't know how I do it, but you know, I'm doing it. Yeah, um, <laughs> this has been a weird day. <laughs> it really has. We got here to record, like, I don't know, an hour or so ago, maybe more than that. Uh, it's been a while, and we've been sitting here trying to figure out what else we were going to talk about. Honestly, it screwed up my whole schedule for the rest of the day. <laughs> it just kind of happened. Um, I trying to get a, I've been trying to get a haircut for like a week. It's not. Well, that's more than a week, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not happening. I feel like every day you're like, I'm going to get a haircut, and I'm like, okay, and then it the next happen. day I'm going to get a haircut, and I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> um but yeah uh it's it's been weird <laughs> but it's all right um because we landed on something that i think should be pretty good to talk about i'm i'm looking forward to complaining a little bit about movie theaters um but that is that um all right let's get into the first movie and this is a weird one um this is not i have a feeling this is not gonna be a very like heavily listened to episode <laughs> because these are movies that nobody really cares about let's be honest um but hey if you're listening thank you you're awesome but we're gonna talk about my cousin rachel and this movie has a it's kind of a weird title i mean i keep wanting to say my cousin Vinny. Um, and then I like, oh yeah, my cousin Rachel, and it's not even a, it's not a comedy at all. So don't think that that's what this is. Um, it's starring Rachel Wise and Sam. What? How do you say that? Claflin, Claflin, something yeah, like that. Yeah, I say Claflin. Yeah. Um, and it is a drama slash dark kind of romance or something like that. I guess it's a, it's a weird movie. It's <laughs> that's how I would describe it. It's a weird movie. Um, Ozzy, what were your overall thoughts on my cousin Rachel? uh random there were a lot of random moments in this movie and i kind of thought that i was watching another movie at times but especially with some of the sequences in there because i think i turned to carlson like is this is this still is this still the movie that we're watching like did it change <laughs> um we were but, the only ones in the theater <laughs> yeah so we could have conversation <laughs> um but yeah i mean i thought it was a lot of random moments in the film Mm -hmm. um definitely weird but not too weird i would say yeah um i don't know i'm i'm really like it's it's weird i had a weird experience watching this movie because the first like act or so i was actually quite enjoying it it was kind of yes it was dark and it's it but it was good it was good drama there was kind of a lot of the they all right i'll start with this let's start positives i guess um they did a great job of setting up Rachel as this kind of ominous figure, right? Where they set her up and they're like, all right, he's getting... Cause the, all right, the plot of the movie, let's do that because it's going to be hard to talk about this without talking about the, the plot. Um, 
Basically, this guy is adopted by his cousin after his parents die. And his cousin, once he grows up, gets really old and gets sick, so he leaves. Then, for some reason, the cousin, this really old cousin, marries his young, young cousin. Like his other cousin, like another cousin, Rachel. (laughs) And then the cousin the old cousin dies so now she's a widow and then it becomes a romance between the two the other two cousins right so that's that's the best way to describe the movie right yeah i mean yeah. i mean that's it's, it's I, about it's kind of like game of thrones over here i guess it's a lot of cousin marrying it was kind of weird like that um but they did do a great job of cuz the the thing is they set Rachel up without you showing her at all because the younger cousin is learning about all of this, learning about his older cousin getting married and things like that to his much younger cousin. Um, he's learning about all this through letters. And then once he dies, he finds some things that make him suspicious of Rachel. And they set her up and they do a great job of kind of withholding her and not showing her until just the right moment. And so that when you see her, you have this reaction of there she is like she's the one we've been hearing about this entire time so i think they did a great job of that and i was really liking the movie at at the first part of the movie because of it because they set her up so well and then the early part of the romance i actually did buy later on it well that's a different story we can talk about that but the early (laughs) part of the romance i actually did buy and i was some semi-invested in and I was actually not annoyed by the lead character at first. So that's why I say the first part of the movie, I actually really did like. And I was thinking, wow, this is a great movie. After that, we can talk about it. But I mean, <laughs> I'll see what are some of your positives and things like that. Definitely the set pieces in this movie were really yeah. good. Really good. Beautiful looking like, movie. Yeah. yeah, really beautiful looking movie. The costuming was really good as well. I did like the locations that they shot at. Um, definitely from the... Mostly, most of the technical side I thought was done pretty well. So the mm-hmm. production value was actually done pretty. The production, ah, the production of the movie was done pretty well. Um, I do also think that the acting was, for the most part, pretty pretty, pretty solid. Yeah. I mean, nothing to complain about when it comes to the actors as well. And I did like some of the dialogue exchange throughout the film. And mm-hmm. yeah, man. It's- pretty much and it for the me. story is there like it's an interesting story like i mean someone being suspicious of his think, cousin's new wife who I think she, they, he dies quickly after marrying her and he's ri- he's a rich man so there's that element to it but it kind of meanders and i guess we can start going into negatives if you want yeah I, mean, I, I, I do think that there's a story to be told there but it's not executed in its best way no um and i think that is because it does kind of meander and it it gets stuck in that romance like we get to a point where i feel like we are seeing the same scenes over and over and over again with their relationship and i'm just like okay we get it like let's move on move on to the next story beat and once we get there again it gets interesting again towards the end but i don't think it gets inter- i don't think it gets interesting at all towards the end it was actually pretty um bored of it at this point and i was actually 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 annoyed at this point because sam claflin claflin who plays philip 
his character became very arrogant, became very douchey when it, when the film started. I mean, he, you, you follow him and you see him as like a humble character and then he turns into this arrogant person and you don't like him. You don't follow him and you're annoyed because he's making bad decisions throughout the rest of the movie. And it's like everybody's telling him this is something and he's he's just like, no, I'm right. You don't understand. And it's one of those things where it's just you get very annoyed with and it it happens multiple times throughout the movie Mm -hmm. so it's very annoying you know um that's what we're gonna say you know how i would describe his character who painfully stupid yes very painfully stupid (laughs) and i was very annoyed i'm just like dude stop (laughs) it really Uh. it's it was very frustrating at times um especially like he gets dumber as the movie goes along and he gets like he just keeps falling for all these different things and you're like dude like this is so like again it's just horrible character choices and it's not it's not the actor's fault at all obviously obviously it's nothing to do with the performance it's just how they wrote him it's just like to be the most gullible like and they kept referring to him as this young kid it's like turning 25 like come on (laughs) you should know somewhat better by now Uh, it's just frustrating yeah and it's because it's like in the beginning of the movie you see him as a very vengeful person just trying to get justice for his older cousin who he sees as a father Mm -hmm. and then and you, you basically watch him throughout the second and third act, and he's a completely different person. Yeah, just because he meets her, and it's like those were your uncle's last. I mean, those were your cousin's last words. Mm-hmm. Like he said that, and then you're just gonna ignore everything. It's ridiculous, and it's very annoying to see. Yeah, I would also say like. I said this in the beginning. It's very random. And then that's not a good thing. <laughs> it's not a good thing. There were some things that happened in this movie. I'm just like, what? Um, especially uh, towards the end. <laughs> yeah, especially at the end. I was just like, okay, how did he know that this was there? But okay, whatever. Um, yeah, definitely towards the towards the end as well was also random. Can I also say that Holiday uh, Granger's um, character, mm-hmm. damn, she can wait. She can wait. <laughs> She's, She's a very patient woman. And uh, the character of Philip is a very lucky man because not a lot of women nowadays would wait. So yeah. props to that character, I would say, um, even though I think, again, she's stupid for waiting. <laughs> yeah. Because um, he's not all that. The last thing I would say, and this is, to me, the biggest negative in the movie, is... It just gets so melodramatic, and it really is. It reminded me of, and this, while I was watching this movie, because of how melodramatic and how, like, over-the-top it was at times, it reminded me of last year's The Light Between Oceans, or whatever that movie's called. Remember that movie? Yeah. With uh, uh, Michael Fassbender and Alicia Vikander? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it reminded me of that, because, like, it was, that movie had a decent enough story as well, but it just was so over-the-top and melodramatic at times that it really dragged the movie down. And it's the same thing with this. It's, it really was this, like, dude, like, calm down. Like, everybody needs to calm down in this situation. This is not a big deal. And everyone's just freaking out, yelling at each other, and so, like, over-the-top and saying these super dramatic lines, and it's like, okay, like chill everyone calm down like it's just i don't know it's frustrating um so yeah i this is not it's a very weird movie and it's not a very overall good movie i would say i don't know about you what do you think 
Yeah, I mean, I really wouldn't say it's an amazing movie or a good movie. It's um, rather forgettable. Yeah, man. You know, if you want to take someone on a date, you know, go ahead. Sure. sure. I mean, Maybe. <laughs> there's I better know. things to see, probably. I mean, I don't know. Um, a lot of people have been asking me, what movie should I go see this weekend? Should I see The Mummy? Should I see Megan Levy? Should I see My Cousin Rachel? My first answer is going to be Wonder Woman. Yes. Okay. So definitely go see Wonder Woman this weekend. And it sucks because this is like a, I would say this is an indie film, but again, it's, it's a smaller movie. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, it sucks that this one doesn't promote indie movies as well as you'd expect. It did have a good marketing pa- campaign for indie movies though. I have to say that, but I have, I don't know if I've seen a trailer for this movie. I've seen trailers for this movie. You go to Regal or you had been going to Regal more than I had because I wasn't <laughs> stuck in Lynchburg. No, so. but I've been, I've been seeing TV spots. Oh, really? Yeah. I saw oh. a few TV spots for this movie. Wow. Um, that's what I was saying. Uh, uh, my last negative is that there's been there's, there, the movie was kind of choppy, yeah, kind of choppy. All right, um, do you want to rate this movie? Yeah, man. All right, what do you got? I give it a. I'm gonna give it a six. All right, um, I'm definitely gonna be lower than you. I, I, like I said, the only part of it that I really love was like the first act or so, and then after that, it just got really laughably just melodramatic and he was painful the lead is painfully stupid and gets more and more painfully stupid as the movie progresses (laughs) so it's just it was a frustrating experience so i'm gonna give this movie a 4.2 out of 10 and the 4.2 is just because of the first act (laughs) i'm giving it a solid six is because I, i did like how the film looked i did I think from a technical aspect, it's really good. Editing is a little off, but I do think that overall, it's a pretty good looking film. Mm-hmm. So I will say that. All right. Because I did, I did like that. I, I think this is one of the best shot movies. Yeah. We've seen this year, honestly, which is crazy that we're yeah. giving it a low score. Our fresh percentages are getting farther and farther <laughs> apart, my friend. Uh, you're at 51 and I am at 45%. <laughs> All right, so let's move on um, to Megan Levy. And yeah, I was not looking forward to this movie. I'm going to be honest. I really wasn't. I thought this movie was going to be so stupid. And for the first uh, I would say for the first 30 to 45 minutes, I was like, yep, it's pretty stupid. <laughs> I was sitting there like, uh, I, okay, my yeah, because what I was fearing was that this movie was going to be really cheesy and really like, oh, like, she's connecting with the dog. Look how she's connecting with the dog. And that's what the first 30 to 45 minutes of this movie are. It's her, like, connecting with the dog. And I'm like, okay, we get it. She's, like, connecting with the dog. And every time she would talk to the dog, all I could think was this movie would be Ten times better if the dog would talk back to her. <laughs> yeah, 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 like I couldn't, I couldn't deal with the whole dialogue that she was having with him. It like was, just... it was, you, and you see it in the trailer. No, no good. Yeah, you see, it, you no definitely good. see it in the trailer. She's just like, she's like, you think I'm afraid of you? Yeah, that, that line like, is so cringy. Stop it. Um, but yeah, so that's what I was thinking, and that's what it ended up being for the first like 30, 45 minutes, and then once we got to iraq once we once she ships out that's when the movie kicks into kind of a different gear and goes in a different direction 
And I enjoyed the movie the rest of the way through, basically. There was a little spot in the third act that I was like, eh, we feel like we're going back into the first part of the movie. But throughout the rest of it, I was basically all in on the movie. Um, what did, what were your thoughts on the movie? I'd say I kind of, like, I, I basically agree with you for the most part, I have to say. Yeah. I mean, first act was, eh, I mean, it was all right. And then this, when it, when Iraq happens, it does hit the fan. It yeah. does the fan. The tension you, goes up. Yes. And if we're yeah. going in the positive, that is, they know how to do tension, man. And it is when, when the whole situation hits the fan, it's, it's intense. You're on the edge of your seat mm-hmm. and you're like, Oh man, I want everybody to get out. Okay. It is crazy. I have to say, I really did like the, the stuff going on in Iraq. Yeah. And they did a great job of kind of not only getting you to pay attention with the tension, but holding it and making you like kind of sit there for an extra second. They did a great job of that. And it actually really surprised me because you would think like this is a dog movie, right? Oh, it's a dog movie. It's mostly a dog movie. And there were some more things in it, right? And I guess, I mean, technically, but, um, it's weird because the war stuff is shot really well. It's actually really impressive. It doesn't feel like it's a secondary part of the movie. It feels like when you're watching the war scenes, when you're watching them patrolling in Iraq, the dog sniffing out bombs and things like that, it doesn't feel like a cheap, a cheesy kind of dog movie. It feels like a legit, like we're in a war movie right now. And that's, that was impressive to me. I really did enjoy that aspect of the movie. And that's, again, that's where it got my attention. That's where it got me to, like, stop thinking of it as this kind of cheesy, silly dog movie. And um, that carries on after she leaves Iraq as well. I thought a lot of that stuff really worked as well. And I thought that was going to be cheesy, too. Like, oh, let me get the dog back. I want to adopt the dog. It didn't feel like that because I'd, it, it worked because you had gone through the war with them and you had seen what they went through together in a way and that does sound cheesy but it's just what it is it worked um in that aspect yeah i mean if i have to give the movie anything you do see their relationship kind of flourish and grow throughout the film and you do see why she has a connection with the dog and it's pretty crazy man i mean just seeing the relationship that the two have together that they're so really that they're so connected with one each other with one another um and that and that uh basically in that emotional spectrum i have to say i mean because they go through a lot and they they were still going through a lot after they left Mm -hmm. yeah i agree um it it was really well done for all of that for the war stuff and then for after it and just seeing their relationship and it's weird to say that for like a dog and a person (laughs) like seeing their relationship and that and again it does sound cheesy but it works in the movie once we get past the first 30, 45 minutes. Um, but yeah, uh, performances-wise, what, what did you think? I thought Kate Morrow was pretty good. It's not, it's nothing like that's going to blow you out of the water, but I, I thought overall she, the performances were pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I do think the performances were okay. It wasn't nothing, it wasn't mind-blowing. Yeah. What do you think of Tom Felton? I knew it was Tom Felton. <laughs> I, I was like, I couldn't tell. And then I was like, Enrique leaned over to me because Enrique went to go see this with us. And I was like, and he was like, is that Tom Felton? And I'm like, I think so. <laughs> I couldn't tell. I think he, he did a great job because like, I honestly like, I think it's a good compliment when you can't tell it's an actor, especially someone as recognizable as Tom Felton. Yeah. 
I think it's um. What, what do you think about his American accent? It, I thought it worked. I mean, I'm gonna be honest. I uh, I kind of thought he was struggling with it a little bit. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. That didn't bother me. So. I mean, it didn't bother me. I, just, I could tell it was just like, I was yeah. like, damn, man. I mean, you're doing a good job. It's okay, man. You can breathe. <laughs> How did the dog do? The dog did pretty well, in my opinion. <laughs> the dog was great. And that was one thing we were going to talk about. I do think that every time, you know, he was barking, it really grabbed me. <laughs> you know, I wanted to say, Rex, come here, buddy. <laughs> You know, I wanted I wanted to give him a hug. You know, it was crazy just to see him. I, you know, I think I think he deserves an Oscar performance. Oscar, not an Oscar performance. But I think he deserves an Oscar award for dogs. <laughs> and I would like to see him more stuff. Yeah, can we yeah. get him, can we get him in a horror movie, please? Best dog performance in a movie ever. Go. I think in the last decade, honestly. <laughs> do you, do you have one of all time? <laughs> I, I'll tell you mine. Well, I, I think it, I think it's a part of the Caribbean dog. Oh, a good call. That's a good, good I mean, performance. Hey, he a cameo performance, but man, did he steal a show when he was on? Yeah, first, second, and third. Only in the third movie for thirty seconds. Best performance. Yeah, I, I best agree. performance. You know my favorite performance, and uh, you know people say maybe you're just being sentimental about this, but. Um, I believe the day, the dog's name is Buddy, who played Comet in Full House, so that's what he's most well-known for. Well, he was most well-known for that until his breakout movie role in Air Bud. Dude, you know... And then, get this, the dog, af- Buddy, died a year after filming Air Bud of cancer. That's That's so sad. It's like his breakout performance, he gets his breakout, and then we lose him. It's, it's like he's the Heath Ledger of dogs. R.I.P., buddy. R.I.P., man. <laughs> All right, let's move on. <laughs> Damn. Uh, it's just a sad day. He really... Think about all the other movies he could have been in. He could have made... He could have made Fuller House earlier and made it better than what it is today. Yeah. He could have... Yeah. And maybe I would have watched Fuller House He probably Buddy was there. He could have played his younger self. He could have played his own son. He was that... He had that much range. That's what I'm saying, man. That's exactly what I'm saying. And brilliant. he looked the part. Exactly. He looked so young. Clearly a leading dog. There that's was, what I'm saying. That's yeah. exactly what I'm saying. So good. All right. <laughs> that's exactly what I'm saying. What well, You want to move on to negatives for this movie? For Megan Levy? There wasn't enough Rex. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Simply was not enough Rex. Fair enough. <laughs> Um. All right. Uh, yeah, that's the only. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I think I've said it enough. It's the the first 30, 45 minutes. It might even be like fifty minutes in the movie. Honestly, is that whole like the whole thing with like oh the training of the dog and her like go it her deciding to go to the Marines and things like that and then she gets there and of course the dog doesn't like her. It's just like okay, like it's so cheesy and it's so like all right, we get it. Let's move on. Um, and there's also some of that stuff a little bit later in the movie, but not much. It's just, I don't know. It, it it didn't work for me, a lot of it. And in that same aspect, I guess you could say the pacing as well, because this movie does feel pretty long. I don't know. What's its actual runtime? Do you know? Um, I don't know, but let me pull it up. Yeah, so because it does feel pretty long, and I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that, again, it does take so long to get going um, into the into the thick of the story, into the stuff that works, which is the war stuff. 
it takes so long to get there. And I get why you have you feel like you have to have all this stuff in there, but and it's hard. I I, am, I and I will admit it, it's got to be hard to kind of get us to buy into this quote unquote relationship that they have. You know, it's an hour and fifty six minutes. It does, it, how long did it feel long to you? I mean, maybe it's because I got there like 10, 15 minutes late. That is true. <laughs> oh, boy. I had a rough start this morning. But, I mean, I mean, no. I mean, even even if I came in earlier, I don't think it would have made much of a difference. Yeah. Because I, I, I did genuinely like their relationship, and I did yeah. buy it. So, I really didn't feel long. I mean, and, and you were enough. rooting. I mean, I was rooting for her to get him back. Yeah. And I, mean. I felt, and I felt bad for her. I really didn't like the char- like her mom's character. Yeah. Um she just felt really forceful and really not understanding and and then I think Kate Mara really kind of turned me off a little bit too because she was like her mom was adduced to her and then in return she was adduced to her dad. And I didn't like that cuz it was kind of like a train, you know. I thought her dad was trying to be understanding and was trying to be there and I felt bad because it's not like, you know, you can't do anything really, you know. Mm-hmm. So I felt really bad for his dad, for her dad. Yeah. I don't know. It, it was definitely, they had a weird family dynamic thing that they were trying to go for. And it didn't always work. I agree that her, the mom, the character of the mom did not work at all. I do like that actress, but I think they kind of wasted her. Um, she plays Carmela in uh, The Sopranos, which is one of the best shows ever. Um, and yeah, I... I it's just that didn't necessarily work and it just every time we were at it's not like it wasn't super annoying like i wasn't sitting there like oh my gosh get off the screen or anything like that it was just like it 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 felt forced i agree with that word that's a great kind of way to put it um do you have any other negatives um hmm, that's about it for me man Yeah, like i said my biggest thing is that first act and it kind of really holds movie back but other than that this movie really did surprise me it did I'm not gonna lie. It, it ended up being like, it's it's an okay watch. I mean, I I, w- I had fun with it. I would like, I could totally see somebody going into this movie and like loving it. And there's some great like dog movie moments. I mean, you know, emotional dog movie moments. There's always them. Uh, these dog movies always make you want to cry. We didn't. We never saw that one movie, A Dog's Purpose. No, we didn't. Yeah, we that, didn't. I, I kind of wanted to see that, but at the same time, I didn't because I was like, it's going to be stupid. <laughs> and it probably was stupid. See, I, I, I was seeing it the whole time. Like, I like I just saw the trailer. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I can't. I can't, man. I really um, I don't like it. Yeah. So, I don't know. Well, uh, But this is definitely a... It surprised me. I will say that. Um, do you want to rate it? I'll give it a solid seven. Yeah. Actually, yeah, seven. All right. I've been giving a lot of sevens this year, man. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. It is your most used rating this year. Um, I think, I'm, what was it last year? Like 8.9? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I'd, I'd have to go back and look. Um, but I'm going to say that this movie is... Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to one-up you. It's a 7.1. It's a good movie. It, it It really is. It does take... Again, takes a while to get there. But once it gets there, the war stuff is great. And it's got some good dog moments. And I'm just like, this is awesome. Like I said, great performance from Max. So You mean not Max, it's Rex. Oh, Rex. Excuse me. I was thinking because Enrique keeps referring to Max. Oh, gosh. You can't I know, I just speak ruined it. ill, man. I know. R.I.P. <laughs> R.I.P. buddy. <laughs> I'm just going to keep bringing it back to that. R.I.P. buddy. 
<laughs> All right. We didn't spoil anything for you guys. This is actually a true story. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And, yeah, there's not much to spoil. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, don't worry about it. Um, All right, let's move on to our pet peeves in the movie theater. Ozzy, what's, your big, what's one of your biggest pet peeves in the movie theater? We're not going to limit it to one. My biggest pet peeve in the movie theater is when people are talking during the damn trailers. That pisses me off so damn much. I always want to get upset. Like, but at the same time, I'm like, all right, this is the one. Like, get it out now. <laughs> like, That's my thought process. Let them like, get it out now. <laughs> I'm one of those people that likes to be at the movies when the trailers are coming out. Especially during the summer. Because I, I like to get hyped for a movie before I go in. Mm-hmm. And if you're talking during the damn trailer, it pisses me off, especially if it's for an anticipated movie that I want to see, because I want everybody to shut up and just look at the damn screen and get as excited as I am for that movie. And it sounds very selfish, but that's just how I feel. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. Like, I I don't (laughs) know. Like I said, that's my thought process is let them get it out. Like, like I... (laughs) I, I can only imagine how you felt because there was these guys in the back where we went to go watch this movie. They were talking about what were they talking about? Yeah, they were talking about um, the new Star Wars movie, The Last Jedi. Yeah. And they were just back. They were just talking so much trash. Yeah. I was like, Carlos is so pissed off right now. Well, people are idiots. <laughs> what, are, what can you expect? I, don't know. <laughs> I was like, Carlos is pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I mean, look, it's, I don't know, that's that's a whole other thing I can go down, but it's one of those things where if you don't like popular franchise like Star Wars, that's fine. You cannot like it. But why do you feel the need to tell people that you're not a fan of it? You know, it's like something that people bring up, like, on purpose. It's just like, hey, did you know I don't like Star Wars? It's like, what? who cares? Like, <laughs> I'm not bothering you. Why are you bothering me? Why do you have to let everyone know that you are not, like, that's just the most hipster thing to do, and it drives me insane. Um, movie hipster coming soon. <laughs> Segment coming soon. Um, Alright, well, my biggest pet peeve, and I will, I guess I will start with my biggest, just because it's something that's been getting on my nerves recently. <clears throat> and it gets, be, goes beyond just the theater. People being on their phones during the freaking movie. Go home. Like, what are you doing? Stop. <laughs> the, you're you're freaking. You're in a movie theater. Your phone has a light. It's the the room is dark. When you go on your phone in the movie theater, everyone knows that you're on your phone. It's like put it away. And I hate when it's like the person in front of you, like the person right in front of you. And I'm like, like I. What are you doing? Yeah, I don't notice it in Regal, but if I'm like Cinemark or something, I'll notice it because there's like elevation. Yeah, but, you know? yeah. So I mean, in Regal, Regal is it's really enclosed. Yeah, I so get, really, I get in Regal, like it's di- it's kind of different, but at the same time, it's like that's in a in a way. Then then it's like in Regal, the then it's like the people that your sides are worse because like it's such a small room that it's so easy to tell, and it's just ugh, it drives me insane. And this is something that goes, be, like I said, goes beyond the theater. And if you follow me on Snapchat, you know for a fact. Because Enrique is the prime, the prime <laughs> guilty party here. Am I um, guilty party too? For what? Being on the phone. In the theater, you sometimes do. But that's but, but I look up, uh, like if I'm yeah, I know. on the phone, I'm yeah. actually like looking up something for yeah, the film that, And that, that's fair. And I, Brianna, our head writer, one time we were at the theater and she, she takes notes during the movie actually. Um, 
that's just her process and what she does and she would like go on the notes app take notes run down real quick whenever something would happen that she wanted to take note of and one time this guy behind us like tapped her and like can you put the phone away please she's like oh i'm sorry <laughs> it was like it, like it's fun it's funny because i think sometimes there are legitimate reasons to have like your phone out and to be doing something like it's not like i think it's obnoxious when it's just like you're texting and because it's that bright white screen and it's like and you're so see if you're, if, you're especially if you have attention. your brightness all the way up exactly like like for me like okay if you're gonna at least have your phone out in the theater at least turn your brightness all the way down <laughs> But even the, just like put the I don't away. agree That's that you should have your phone out, but yeah. have it all the way down if you're yeah. gonna do it. Um, but okay, to go beyond that, to harp on what Enrique and is the <laughs> is the guilty party on is Enrique is turning his mic on because he wants to defend himself. But let me let me first say, look, if it's just we're watching something like or just like watching TV, whatever. If it's like we're watching some movie that we've both seen a billion times, whatever. But my thing is, and this is something that I'm, I'm going to get, I'm getting an apartment in August. And this is something that I'm going to have. I'm going to have a basket that goes on the counter in the middle of the room where people, if I am showing you a movie, put your phone in the basket. Cause I am showing you the movie. This is something that I want you to experience the way I experienced. And if you are rude enough to have your freaking phone out and are going to be texting the entire freaking time and I'm showing you something, I'm trying to get you, I'm, I, it, that's me sharing like part of my soul like if it's like <laughs> th- th- like okay think about like what if okay what if you're showing sing street to like your little sister or something when she gets old enough to see that movie she already did, she didn't like oh, you it. did you seen it she oh, saw she, it with okay. her dad pissed me off <laughs> okay but, all right, but think about point. like a movie where it's like you love this movie so much it's like it's so good then you think it's like one of the, your favorite movies of that year and you want to show your best friend or your brother or some or your sibling or something like that and they don't have the attention span to be able to just not be on their phone for a freaking hour and a half to watch if the they movie. they don't have the attention span, sure. But, I mean, I trust people nowadays. It's like, get off your phone. I'm showing... This is me showing you something that I think you will enjoy. Stop. Get off the phone. I don't know, Enrique. What the hell is wrong with you, Enrique? I can multitask and I mm, enjoy Apparently, the you phone. can't. You can't, Enrique. <laughs> and the worst? I'm on my phone and I'm watching a movie and I still enjoy the movie. And there you go. As long no, as but if attention. I bring out... But, like, but no, because, no, because if I attention. bring out a part in the movie that you're too busy texting your little girl <laughs> on, okay? And we're going to have some problems. That's how we're we going to have some problems. i be like, Enrique, you remember this part of the movie? be like, no, I was texting. But I'm I was paying texting. attention. Mm, apparently not. All right. No, no, no. Because I have multiple times, this Enrique, you cannot deny this. There are multiple times where I'll go, Enrique, what just happened? What did they just say? And I'll be like, uh, uh, put the freaking phone away, Enrique. Put the phone away. And the worst is, and I told him specifically, because he's watching Game of Thrones right now. I had to rewind it a couple times, and I'm not going to lie. Oh, my gosh. And I told him specifically, I'm like, this is not a show you can watch with your freaking phone out. And what does he do? texting the whole time there's only a few shows that you can have your phone out all the cw shows um that's but that's <laughs> <laughs> maybe not flash but that's like for no, a no, 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 he says you gotta watch the whiteboard going on He's like i'm gonna miss the entire plot of the season right now if i'm on my phone you know honestly they don't make any sense when they're on the whiteboard oh, but God. that's that's besides the point um uh, right. getting off topic yeah let's um, move on what's do you have any other pet peeves when people talk during the damn movie, I remember when we went I mean, to we go. Mentioned that, yeah. yeah, I remember when we went to go. No, we talked. We mentioned during trailers, but yeah, when they actually talked during the. During, I remember we That's went the to. Worst. No, I remember when we went to see fences. 
is. And this lady kept going, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you tell him, boy. Oh, I hate <laughs> like, that. I'm like, can you not? It's And there's some <laughs> movies that it works for. Like, okay, horror movies, it's like an involuntary response, Yo, right? it was so funny. I went with Jose. This lady was, like, screaming in Spanish. Yeah. Like, it's like you're freaking out watching. It's like an experience type thing. But there's sometimes when it's just like it's this is like a freaking like drama like an Oscar bait type movie. Why are you screaming at the freaking screen for? <laughs> what are you doing? It's just so annoying. Um, and then anybody who talks in that aspect, there are times and I get I get annoyed in La La yeah. Land as well because I mean there's some musical people there like oh yeah. my gosh want to perform it yeah. like can you not. There, there's exceptions to the rule. If a movie is so bad that people start, like, heckling the screen, Yo, that's fine. sleepless, I died. I was crying at that point. Me like, and my friend Jakia, we were dying laughing. That's how yeah. funny it was. Everybody in were, the theater was laughing. Were you with us during Dakota's most, like, famous moment in the theater? No. <laughs> We were saying, I think it was like The House at the End of the Street or something like that. Some yeah. Jennifer Lawrence kind of suspense horror movie or whatever. And like it's early period Jennifer Lawrence. It's like right after Hunger Games, the first one or something like that. So it's like she's not like... I hated... She's not Jennifer Lawrence. Yo, yet, yo you know? honestly, I hated her because they, they every... They try to promote that movie so freaking hard. Yeah. And it was so annoying. I hated that damn advertisement um, team. But anyway, so we were watching that movie and... <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence's character is like wandering, like she's going down the stairs because she thinks there's somebody downstairs, right? And of course, because horror movie logic, you go to down the stairs when you hear something because reasons. Anyway, so she's going down the stairs, and the washer, (laughs) the washer is on, or the dryer is on, or I think it's the dryer. The dryer is on. It's making this huge noise, and and she's like thinking, oh my gosh, is there some body in there or something? And she opens the dryer, and it's just laundry. And Dakota literally yells at the screen he goes oh my gosh it's just laundry and the entire theater because like there it was like this suspenseful moment right and everyone's kind of just sitting there and like it's like this stupid mo- movie or whatever everyone's just kind of sitting there and like holding their breath and then he opens it and it's just she opens it it's just laundry and dakota goes oh my gosh it's just laundry thank god and everyone just dies laughing in the entire theater because he said it so loud and everyone in the entire theater is just <laughs> laughing and i'm like that's like the best because when those it, there's exceptions to the rule, like I said, but for the most part, shut up. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, no, I remember. I think it was for the first Conjuring movie. I don't know who I was with, but there was some guy. I was what? There was some guy up in the top row. I think we're watching it at Cinemark, and she's going upstairs to check on her baby, and she's about to open the door, and then this man goes, "He's like, he, he goes." He's like, leave. <laughs> He's like, leave right now. Leave the baby alone. It was so funny. <laughs> He's like, leave the baby. You know, I'm like, damn. Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> when I saw Doctor Strange, someone was reading every location that popped up on the screen very oh, loudly. Oh my gosh! That's and there the was worst. like, a, like an inscription on the watch that was something about like life and time and how you don't have that much. And the lady read it out loud and started like praising God. Like, she was, oh, thank Jesus, oh Lord. <laughs> It's so funny. Oh, oh man. Um, Let's not get religious <laughs> during films. Um my I, I guess another one for me is I mean we've already said talking. It's 
Okay, this is one. This is one that's yes. This is one that happens in the theater sometimes, and it it's at bigger movies, and it drives me insane. But it happens a lot when it's this is a school thing because a lot of universities and my university in particular, especially, will have like these movie nights or whatever where they'll play a movie on campus and students can go for free or whatever, right? People clap like crazy at those movies and. It's, it happens in theaters, too, and that's the worst, because I paid for this movie. Get, get out of here with the clapping. I don't need clapping during the movie. Stop. Please, I, I go away. I don't mind clapping. No. I don't mind clapping. I think, because... They can't hear you. What's the point? It's the dumbest thing. No, it doesn't matter. It's not It's not for them to hear you. It's because it's it's because you've been, especially... But that's the point of clapping. The point of clapping is to no, let them know it's, that you are appreciated. But that's not what it's doing. for, though, in the movie. Like, okay, like, I remember when it, Avengers happened, everybody started clapping when they actually all, when they, when they all finally, like, like, oh, were all no. together. I was probably crying when they started clapping. Like, go home, stop. No, I mean, it's, but it's an exciting, it's an exciting, it's an exciting moment, Carlos. I mean, you want, I mean. Be you, excited to yourself. I don't need to see nah, your excitement. No, nah, I can't, I can't agree with you there. I can't. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, I can't. That's one of my. I'm telling. You, I'm not saying that things. I clap necessarily, but I'm. I'm not gonna say that I don't chime in <laughs> because. But it takes me out of the mood. I'm watching the movie, right? And a big, the biggest example, re, the biggest recent example I have for this is Star Wars: The Force Awakens, right? The first time you see the Millennium Falcon in that movie, I'm watching, and it's that moment of, oh my gosh, it's Millennium Falcon. I'm, I'm in. At that moment, they have me, right? I'm in, and then. Like everywhere in, around me, I'm just like, what? what? Like it take it sucks. <laughs> like I'm in. I'm like invested into the movie, and then all this stuff is happening around you, and it's like, whoa, okay, I'm in the theater. Like, thank you, thank you, thank you. I think Go home. what I you need you. is your own theater. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone would like that, and I think that's why theaters are scared to death that they're gonna die out. <laughs> But I don't know. I th- those are my two big ones: is the texting and the clapping, and obviously talking. Um, but that's kind of just like a. Com- Do you hate the clapping after credits? <laughs> yes, I, I. It bothers me, but at that point, it's just like, all right, people are idiots, whatever. It doesn't. It's not something that I'm just going to get angry no! about. One mustn't. <laughs> it's not, you know, because it's like it's after the movie. I can't. They can't take me out of it. But I still think it's stupid as crap. Like, what? What? Again? What are you letting them know? See, at a show, it makes sense. Like at a play, it makes sense. You're. It's like clapping for them. You know, so they know on stage that you appreciated what they did. Well, I hate to tell you, but Joss Whedon isn't behind the screen listening for your claps. Go home. <laughs> See, that's that's where I agree with you. Like, like when everybody's just like, as soon as you hit. Um, Joss Whedon, just when everyone's like, Woo! <laughs> it's like, Joss Whedon's not there. J.J. Abrams is not behind the screen. Yeah. There you go, Ricky. It's like, I mean, no one's, I mean, I, I, one of these days I might just get up and say thank you. <laughs> thank you. Uh, I made, I typed You yeah, just like get up and stand up and start bowing. Like. <laughs> I'm going to start doing that. Oh, really well. It might be worth sitting in the very front just so you can do that immediately after the movie. <laughs> one of the, I think my biggest one is sitting in row A of Regal. Yeah, that, I mean that's like it's nothing that you date anybody else can do, but it's like it is kind of annoying. You gotta look up, man. I gotta be like, all right, damn. Let me see you guys' facial expression. <laughs> oh, another. I mean, I guess a pet peeve I have, uh, and this and this is like 
this is more directed at theaters than at people at theaters or at theater companies. Don't tell me where I can put my feet and where I can't put my feet. Like, come on. Like, when you're sitting on that row with the rail in front of you, why, why can't I put my freaking feet up? Like, what's the, what's the point? You know what pissed me off today? <laughs> and people come, the, the ushers come in and they're like, hey, can you your feet down? Like, what? Why? It's not bothering anybody. <laughs> if it was bothering somebody, somebody would tell me it's bothering them. You know what Whatever. gets me upset? The people are so, the customer service in theaters are so slow. Yeah. So slow. It pisses me off. I work in customer service, you know, and every time somebody wants something, I get it quick because one, I don't want to see their face. <laughs> I don't. Like, half the time, I don't want to see their face. I'm just like, all right, leave. You just annoyed me because you wanted something, but fine. <laughs> you know, like, it, like it's fine. It, it, it's not even that I get annoyed. Most of the time, it's like, look, I mean, I, I just want to get your stuff out of the way because I don't want you waiting the whole entire day. And I just want, you know, you probably have stuff to do. So I'm considering, you know, it's people have other things to do besides sit there and wait, right? Some people are rude and they want to grow. That's where I'm just like, I don't want to see your face. Take your stuff and leave. But <laughs> today, for instance, I was late, but I had nothing to eat. So I go to the concession stand. This man is putting in popcorn like like, like the sloth from Zootopia. <laughs> so slow. I'm just like, can you, can you hurry up? <laughs> like, I got a movie to watch. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's pouring in his soda slow, putting in like... People get faster. <laughs> I know you don't got nowhere to go, but clearly we do. <laughs> we gotta go see a movie. It doesn't start in 15 minutes. It's already starting. That's my fault. But you're not helping the situation, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, and this, uh, this, this is my last thing. And this is directly aimed at Regal. Please stop asking me if I want to use my points for a free popcorn or for a free movie ticket. Ah, uh, dude, stop, man. You can't. You can't. That's, a, got, part of the, that's a part of the service. Dude, I've got like 60,000 points on my Regal card. Okay, well, maybe Carlos, maybe they're... No, no, no. no, no. Listen, I've got 60,000 points on my Regal card. You don't think that I know that I have 60,000 points on my... If I have... Think about it. If I have 60,000 points on my Regal card, I obviously go to the movies a lot. I don't need you to ask me if I... If I wanted to use my free ticket, I'd tell you that I was going to well, use my free Well, now you're just ticket. being a douche guest okay like you can't do that they like, do that all the time it's like I, i'm here and especially at theaters where like you see the same people every time it's like you know i have okay a but they see they see thousands of people uh, probably okay. hundreds of people yeah. all right but every day it's not like it's like, not something this that they lady, won't or like, can't do like there's this lady that comes into me she goes can i get my usual and i've seen it's not like i haven't seen it before but i just don't remember her usual because there's a lot of the people that come in yeah a lot and it's not that i'm trying to be like a douche or anything i'm just like okay what do you like what do you want that's i mean and that's also a part of the part of the job yeah, i mean they okay. don't i mean but, like like for instance if i don't say what i'm supposed to like if i don't say like our deal at work my boss will go like well, why, didn't you, why didn't you make with the deal you know what I'm saying? And it's it's just a part of the customer service thing. Okay, but to- we there's another layer to this. Because I also, every time, hand them my Regal card and my movie pass. Every time. It's the same thing. Okay? You work in a movie theater. You know what movie pass is. And don't, don't tell me they don't. Because I've had a couple times where they go, where where they will start to ask me, uh, do you want your, and then they'll see the movie pass and be like, you don't. <laughs> so everyone, knows, um, you know what the movie pass is. You know I don't need it. So don't please. There's only do not. some, but I'm gonna say that only some people know. <laughs> okay. You can't I'm, look. I'm not gonna. I'm not they gonna work I, in the. They see movie passes. Okay, but <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say rarely because everybody else, also, every everybody else pays. Excuse me with with a debit card. 
You're just defending your customer service brethren. No, because it's it's a fact. Like for instance, if I'm slicing if I'm slicing cheese, I'm still gonna ask these people if they want paper in between because people some people you know a lot of people know what it is, but there's some people that don't know what it is and don't want it. Like, it's, but, it's, but what if they handed you a debit card that specifically only bought paper or with paper in between and then you ask them do you want paper in, like what do you think no or yes like it's that that's the that's the i'm equivalent. gonna still ask <laughs> doesn't make any i'm sense. gonna still ask if their card specifically gets them if if they get free i'm gonna still ask <laughs> because i'm gonna still ask because sometimes they don't want it like there's some people that friends there's some people that that will come in and they'll say okay hey i want it and it's every day but then there's some people that don't want it like the, the same people they'll be like no you know you know i don't want it today okay but like i said in this theoretical situation and you have to and but you, it, carlos like you have to ask these questions like you have like that's a part of your job is to ask these questions no matter how annoying it is but you have to ask like i have to ask how do you want it sliced how do you want it sliced it's this- like i know you probably wanted the three but how do you want it sliced i could be 100 percent wrong they could be 100 percent wrong they're probably be like yeah, he doesn't want to use movie thinking. but hey i need to ask because maybe he does because there are times when you're like, hey, I want to use my movie. Uh, I want to use my free movie ticket. I will say so if that's the case. <laughs> exactly. But, but those are the de- But it's, it, it's a part of your job to do that. You haven't worked in customer service, sir. So why don't you get exactly. into customer you're service? You're defending your customer yeah, service. Yeah, but brother. it's because I understand them. You don't, no, though. But you're, again, you never responded to my theoretical situation. Which is what? Okay. Let's say <laughs> this is going down a rabbit <laughs> Let's say they had a card that. If they get paper in between, they get it for free, right? They yeah, had well, this, they get paper I mean, for free. For, they no, but they get the food for free, right? That that like they have a prepaid card, and the prepaid card only specifically gets it with paper in between, right? And then that's like you asking, "Do you want paper?" If I get it with paper in between, then it's free. So why why would I say no to that? It's the same thing. It's redundant. You, no, it's not because you still get it. You still you're still gonna get the free movie ticket. N- not. Yeah, but then it, you're <laughs> wasting points. It's literally asking like, do you want to spend the the points that you have earned on this, or do you want to keep building? Like, it's like, what do you, what do you think? Of course, I don't want to spend it. Just, no, I, I don't agree with you. I really don't agree with you. <laughs> right, well, like, I think I think I think that's a part of their job, and. <laughs> Do they want to ask it? Because some t- there's a lot of times where they don't even ask you. They don't even ask you. They ask me. I don't get annoyed. I'm just like, no, man, that's fine. But I know right. it's their job. All right, we talked about this for way too much. So let's move on. No, sir, I disagree on. with you. All right, this is directly towards Regal. Regal, you're fine. You're doing your job. It's, it's okay. Screw you. <laughs> you're okay. All right. Uh, just just fix your pace. And then no, so now now we can correct our customers. No, no because I mean, I mean, I mean, look, I understand that you know, understand there's things that you have to do, but for instance, when you and I are in line for eight minutes because one their decision is to put one person in the freaking register, oh, I hate that. That is ridiculous. Well, Target does that okay. too, so that's your fault. No, Target is. I'm not gonna. I'm not, Target. You're <laughs> such an amazing company. Anyways, um, um, um. Anyways, look. Like I think it's ridiculous that they that they put one person in the register, but it's worse that they're going slow. So they're just like, hey, um, what kind of? So what movie can I do for you tonight? Oh, uh, I want to see the mummy. Okay, the mummy. Okay. Okay, I want to see. Can I get for you today? D three. D three. Okay. D three. Okay. 
And that'll be twelve fifty three, please. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> All right. Enjoy your showing. <laughs> Hi, how can I help you today? Miss is like, dude, you got quickly, quickly, let's go. Like, you got a whole entire line over here. Like, what are you doing? And then you go, then you go to the freaking uh, concessions. And it's just like, it's the same thing. Hi, how can I help you today? Can I get a soda? A soda, okay. What size? Medium? Medium, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. Okay. You need to be faster. Mm-hmm. You need to be quick on these right. things. Let's move on to recommendations because we have lingered on this for way too long. Um, honestly, do you have anything? <laughs> or... <laughs> My recommendation is for Carlos to go first because that is always oh a trend. All right, my recommendation is going to be a movie that I showed Enrique the other day, who he was on his phone for part of it, not going to lie, once again. Um, Analyze this. It is a mob movie, and if you know anything about me, I love mob movies, I love crime dramas, gangster movies, all that. And But it is a comedy, and it kind of pokes fun at the genre, but at the same time, it's not a spoof, really. It's just... it. It's this. It's the same tropes as the movie, except it's done in a comedic way. So... It really, really, um, it, I remember watching it a couple years ago and I liked it. I was like, this is pretty good. But this, the second time I watched it, it is so, it's so good. It, it's really funny. It had me dying laughing the second time. And it honestly is better than I remembered it. And it's one of my favorite comedies right now that I can think of off the top of my head. It really is. Um, I freaking love that movie. It's Robert De Niro and Billy Crystal. And it is just, their chemistry together is great. And their performances individually are great. It's just, there's some great moments. And I think the more you know about kind of gangster and crime drama type films, the funnier it is because the more homages that you recognize, like there is a direct, like, there's a direct Godfather reference in the movie where it's like, it's just, he's walking down the street and he's buying some fruit. And then this guy comes up and starts to try to shoot him. And it's like, that's pulled directly from the, the Godfather. And it's so good. It's just, it's really, really funny. And I loved it. So Ozzy, what about you? <laughs> Still looking. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> we, we, you know what? It's funny because I actually did have a recommendation. And then I lost it. Oh, my gosh. Actually, no, no, no. I found it again. Um, my Cousin Vinny. This is the better version of My Cousin. Uh, <laughs> it's nothing like My Cousin Rachel. I know. It really isn't. But it's a better movie. That's all. I'll tell you that. Um, definitely my favorite comedy of all time definitely is My Cousin Vinny. So, you guys definitely need to check that out. So, yeah. All right. I really like that movie. Did you, have you watched it yet? Um... Yeah, I I feel like I've seen I don't it before, talk but it was a lot. It's a while ago. You can't talk to me about me not seeing any movies when oh, you haven't please. seen my cousin Vinny. Please, I've seen a lot more. You know, what? classical movies than you have. Oh, totally. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I mean, you haven't even watched. You know. <laughs> a lot of good movies okay totally <laughs> we should uh, next time maybe we'll go through the Oscar <laughs> best picture winners again <laughs> this time on air <laughs> you know I don't think we should do that I think it, I don't think it's fair you know because maybe some people haven't seen it Carlos <laughs> oh man I don't think All it's right. fair to a lot of people Ozzy do you want to sign us out I mean what if what if some people don't even know what you're talking about um <laughs> <laughs> Carlos, where can people find you on social media? 
All right, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cherry456. And, of course, make for, make for, make sure you follow us make on... Make for. I'm going to add that on your all list. All right, make sure you follow that. <laughs> Follow us on social media all over the place at Screenfellas, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all at Screenfellas. Also check out our YouTube channel. And the and the website. I always forget about those too. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can find me on Twitter at Castro Ozzy. Also, if you have any topics, any movies, any recommendations that you guys want us to see or talk about, please feel free to email me at Ozzy.caster at screenfellas.com. We hope you guys enjoyed the show. Please feel free to listen and subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Google Play. Also, like I said, check us out on YouTube. This is Screen Fellas. 